0: Today's episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by Esmeralda's Discount Denture Clinic. If you're a woman of a certain age and suffer from tooth loss, but don't have your hands on the money for those pristine, pearly, white, form-fitted dentures, well, there's an easy and affordable way to get your bite back. Here at Esmeralda's Discount Denture Center, we pride ourselves on providing you affordable dentures that match your smile of the past. Stop by Esmeralda's Discount Denture Center under the I-5 overpass on 78th Street and bring all your lost or rotten teeth to get a quote. Mention Horror Movie Talk to get a free curse on your enemy. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk.
1: An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. The actual releases always get priority,
0: but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Wow, that didn't sound good.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Horror Movie Talk, your panel of expert hosts are Bryce and David.
1: Yo, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing fabulous.
0: I'm doing... We're recording this in the afternoon, and it's kind of throwing off my my mojo, because we just had lunch, and all my blood is in my stomach now.
1: Right. Well, I mean, why is that? Because we've been preparing for the Kiggins Cult of Horror shows. We have a whole series of shows that we're going to be doing, live shows. We're going to be screening
0: some great horror movies at the Kiggins Theater in Vancouver, Washington, where we live. So if you're local to Portland or Vancouver or are willing to drive or travel
1: to the area. It's really important that you do so because here's our list of dates that we got going up so far. We got on March 25th, we got our first show of The Exorcist. On April 22nd, we have our second show the where we will be screening The Burbs. You know The Burbs with Tom Hanks. On uh, M- May 27th, we have The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. You 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 know the one and uh, finally in June on the 24th we have a screening of that's right hereditary so big names big movies big energy big dicks big cult energy big cult energy so yeah we've been working on that this morning
0: and uh, dialing in and we're getting it
1: we're getting really excited about it really excited to
0: see you if you're brand new to the show um uh, what you got to know is that we've got a great show today. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the best. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Drag Me to Hell, which was voted on by our patrons um, for the month of, what is this, February? And I uh, was really happy to watch this one. Um, you should know that we post new episodes every Wednesday, so please subscribe and leave a review if you want to call us and leave us voicemail. Uh, you may hear yourself on a future episode. Like he's, this one. He's through. 682-253-4468 is the number to call. We score. So first we give a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being bad, 10 being good. Yeah. That's how that works. Um, after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and tape it, take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can always pause the show and come back to it later. Later we'll be doing taglines. Right, David? yep i have them awesome
1: don't don't come at me with i'm that, just Chase. saying look at you i'm just saying i'm not you Ugh.
0: and we'll be checking our voicemail on horror movie whores so let's hop in again our patrons voted for this one we watched drag me to hell and sam Raimi knows how to make a horror movie no matter what the rating what do you mean here is the trailer
2: Mr. Jax, I was wondering if you'd made any decision regarding the assistant manager's position? It's
1: between Stu and yourself.
2: Stu Ribbon, the new guy?
1: Stu's someone who's not afraid to make the tough decisions.
2: I'm perfectly capable of making the tough decisions.
1: I'll let you know as soon as I decide, OK? Will you help me? Please.
2: OK. We have an elderly woman asking for an extension on her mortgage payment. We would have to throw her out of her house.
1: We've already granted her two extensions. It's a tough decision. Your call.
2: Another extension is out of the question. Where will I live? I'm really sorry. Never have I begged for anything, but now I humble I said before you, I beg you. Please let go. Please let go. Security!
3: It will be you
2: who comes begging to me.
1: Someone has cursed you. Is the Lamia the most feared of all demons? For the first three days the spirit torments its victims. After that it
2: will come to take you. Take me where? To burn in hell for eternity. It's coming for me.
3: Please listen to me. There's nothing coming for you.
2: How do I get rid of this? You're
3: welcome. You can give the curse away.
0: me to hell.
1: Don't do it. Okay. Okay, go ahead and do it. Uh <laughs> we're just sitting here reminiscing about an old boss. Oh yeah. yeah, what, yeah. A, what, a, <laughs> what a hoot. What a fun time. Yeah. Just go to him and be like
0: There's nothing like imagining just the ultimate fuck you to a <laughs> former employer. <laughs> um anyways. Drag Me to Hell is available for rent in all the places. Drag Me to Hell, directed by Sam Raimi and starring Allison Lohman and the Mac guy, follows Christine Brown as she suffers the consequences of a gypsy curse. She is cursed because she denies an old, creepy woman a bank loan. The human torch was denied a bank loan. You hear me? No, it was an old lady. You hear me? Through the curse, she is tormented by an evil demon for three days and is told if the curse does not break, she will be dragged to hell to live all eternity with Hitler and unbaptized dead babies. So the moral to the story is give creepy old ladies what they want. It's very simple.
1: Yeah, I kind of love this movie because it's kind of it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a vibe of sometimes shit's just shitty dude right. you know it's like oh you can do kind of everything right but if you fuck up a little bit you're just hosed guess what right bye so, bye 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 right. sorry bye
0: yeah we'll get into it in the spoilers and like, what the <laughs> the cause of all to, uh, of it is isn't necessarily what you'd expect
1: it's just life just sucks sometimes uh-huh. suck it up sucks to suck uh-huh. buddy
0: um, okay, The this movie is PG-13, and you'll be so distracted by your disgust to even notice that no one says fuck. I think this is the best PG-13 horror movie ever made.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. This is uh, impressive in so many different ways. In terms of... This is one of those movies where it's like, I could see...
0: Like, even with some of the, you know, cursing and some of the sexual content not in it, I could still see those conservative ratings boards being like, no, it feels like an R. Though. Right.
1: Yeah. It's very impressive that they were able to get this down to PG-13. And
0: <laughs> and I think it was actually, it was given an R, and then they took out some scenes with, like, gratuitous blood mm-hmm. in it, which is funny because there's still, like, kind of gratuitous blood, like when she her nose bleeds. Right. But... They took out enough to where I think that's like kind of where it is. Like you go too far on purpose and then draw back and they're like, OK, we will deign you. Yeah. With the PG-13.
1: This is definitely the scariest PG-13 that exists. Uh, maybe. Well, no, that's not true. The ring exists. The yeah. ring is scarier than this. But it's th- this is I mean, right there, right, right. there with it. <clears throat>
0: Sam Raimi's kinetic and unhinged directing style throttles you through the plot with very little fluff. This film really hits the sweet spot for me. The characters are fleshed out. The special effects are viscerally over the top. And there's a subtle ribbon of humor strung throughout. Just really. It's not subtle. It's not,
1: it's not subtle, thick, but there's enough ropey loads of humor.
0: Well, there's there's like a certain like campy over the top. I don't know. It's it's like this real sweet zone where it's not like we're purposefully making it funny. It's There's just enough, like, kind re- of barely ridiculous things and callbacks that happen to where you know what they're doing with it that makes it really fun. Um, so, I mean, that's that's my major takeaway. It's, it's a really fun film to watch. The dramatic irony, the well-timed callbacks, and the undercurrent of campy energy kept me engaged throughout. And it's really indicative of, of a lot of Sam Raimi's early films so I I read on the trivia on IMDB that he wrote this right after Army of Darkness which was just a little over a decade before this one came out so they wrote it and then just put it on the shelf for a while and it really has similar energy to like Evil Dead 2.
1: Army of Darkness is, I mean all the Evil Deads are I mean just fabulous for me Um, Army of Darkness though is like formative like, tr- truly, like, one of the formative movies for me. And this mm. Still is... Still haven't seen it. Wow. Um, this uh, is a similar-feeling sort of movie, mm-hmm. although in a totally different lane and done with so much more money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty high
0: production value. It's, uh cost $30 million to make and got back $90 million.
1: Whew. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, and I can't. I don't remember enough about returns to tell you if that's good or not. But it's pretty good. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, it's it's enough. That's enough for any of the Friday or the Friday the Thirteenth or or uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like, right. They went by with less than that many times. But. Right. So, um, definitely a highly
0: recommended movie if you haven't seen it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Kind of weird to score because it's not doesn't feel like it's the most important movie. Like it doesn't feel like it's a perfect movie, but it's very, very enjoyable to the point where I'd give it a nine out of ten.
1: Yeah. Like I've seen this movie a couple times. The first time I just fell in love with it, I went to see it in theaters with uh, my now wife uh, and my wife. And it was a blast. It was such a blast. It was so so, it's so Ramy like it's oh ramy um that's so Raimi. is a nickelodeon
0: show that i used to love
1: yeah same here mm-hmm. uh in and, and it and it just reminds me of what an influential guy Raimi is like to other directors like i just uh, my go to is always like oh this is peter jackson too mm-hmm. like peter jackson's a lot of his his inspiration, I feel like, especially for his early movies, came directly from Raimi and yeah. and the stuff that Raimi did. And this is like so based Raimi. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so perfectly perfect.
0: Yeah, he was definitely a really important director in his cohort of, you know, colleagues to where, you know, I know Cohen Brothers got inspired by him like a lot of directors got inspired by the Evil Dead right movies just because they were so cheap and it was such a strong style that they're like, Oh, we can be artistic while making a genre movie on the cheap. Right. And still get like respect and accolades and and an audience, you know?
1: Yeah. Raimi I I feel is one of these one of these guys who for me, he can do just no wrong. He there's just nothing there's nothing he can put his hands on that I won't be at least like pretty good.
0: Well, Spider-Man 3.
1: But <laughs> that's the exception pretty to pretty good. Rule. It's pretty good. You know, it's uh, if especially if you compare it to some of these to some of the you know, the cookie cutter Marvel movies, <laughs> okay, who care like I'll take Spider-Man 3 over a lot of those cookie cutter movies. Um but anywho, uh yeah, I, I enjoy like rewatchability. I've seen this probably four or five times mm-hmm. in the uh, less, in the decade or so that it has been out, and I I'd, I'd put it right around an, yeah an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have it didn't have my full attention on this this watch through just because I just know every beat of this movie now, and um and it's it's fun, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, so it it was pretty effective for me. I tried watching it with Aaron and like within the first couple minutes she's like, "Yeah, mm, not really? into it." Really? Just because it was too much for. Her. Like it goes pretty hard into the paint with the visceral. I mean, oh, yeah. once you get to I mean even before the parking lot scene. Yeah. She was like, mm,
1: "Yeah, I don't know. What happens before the parking lot scene?" Oh, uh, the lady's taking out her dentures. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, definitely, another thing you should do is check out nightchannels.com. There's uh, a website called nightchannels.com, and if you go there, you'll find a repository of some awesome horror-themed, metal-themed, occult-themed T-shirts and hoodies, and they're all affordably priced with, designs that you're not going to find anywhere else um we tell you to take the night channels challenge go to nightchannels.com and just browse and you're going to find something that you like and to be honest like we we know that there's some of you that haven't gone on there yet and taken the night channels challenge and we challenge you to challenge yourself to take the night channels challenge
1: and not only that you know i mean listen night channels has been a a steadfast sponsor of the show for over a year. Even if you've been there, even if you've bought a couple of shirts, like they help us out. And so I-, I would implore you head on back, take a look at their new offerings because mm-hmm. they have a ton. They're constantly adding new stuff on there and get yourself a treat with that code HMT at checkout, get you 13% off your order and you help out. You, you get something cool to wear and it helps support the show. It helps them mm-hmm. justify signing up for another month. Yes, and
0: if you want to support the show directly and not through a sponsor, you can go to patreon.com and sign up to be a patron. The the uh perks start out as low as, you know, the lowest it goes and up to the highest highs. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs>
1: Impressive. Uh, I'm not fading, David. Very nice. I'm
0: I'm still here. So, uh, I mean, like we said, this was voted by the patrons, so if you want to give your input and uh, kind of uh, politicize the selection (laughs) of these movies, you can uh, campaign for your pick among the other patrons at a certain tier.
1: I don't want to educate you too much, but I will say this. If you approach... One of our social media accounts, which I implore you to do. Please, please hit us up. Tell us how you're feeling uh, and we will be happy to have a chat. But if you hit us up and you're like, have you guys seen XYZ movie? You should totally review it. You should just know that in my head I go, they don't listen to what I'm saying. Yep. They don't know because there's no way I'm going to do that because there's a hundred people just like you every the, month yeah that are like there used to the be juicy you should review and it's not that i don't love it it's that i just go you're just not good at listening right even so
0: here's the thing like we used to have a list when yeah. anyone ever said that we were like oh yeah we got to, we'll put it on the list we'll put it in do, do what docu- the listeners want and uh we only have you know 52 episodes a year and a lot of new releases come out every year
1: and death is just knocking even, on
0: our door. Even our patrons, like our earliest patrons, would make requests. And they're still like... Jessica asked for puka forever ago. Still haven't gotten a puka. It's still, it's still, on, it's that still on that list. still on that
1: list. I'm sorry, so Jessica.
0: So, at this point, if you say like, oh, you guys should review the... It just, it's just white noise at this point.
1: Yeah, so because, unless you're a patron... Unless you're a patron. ...at the $15 tier, and then you get to vote. Suggest and vote on a movie every month.
0: Yeah, also... uh. If you are tired of hearing us talk about these ways to extract money from you, uh, that's another way. You can, <laughs> if you pay for it, you won't hear these advertisements. We'll You'll get an the, early we'll, release and we take
1: the ads out. Take the ads right out, baby. Um, but it's going to cost you. Yeah, mm, is nah, doing the thing with the fingers. $6.66 gets you no ads, after shows, and early access to mm. all podcasts. So...
0: Hit um. and further attempts to extract money, we have a Horror Movie Talk shop where you can buy logo tees and our stickers.
1: Look, you keep saying extract money, but this is a free show that we uh-huh. produce for free in right. our free time every week for the past almost four years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am tired, Bryce. All I see our audience is a bunch of rubes. <laughs> I Can you set that straight, please? I don't want that lingering in the air. They can't see your face. I'm just kidding. We don't,
0: if you don't spend any money on horror movie talk, we're still going to be putting it out. It's fine.
1: It's just that you're stealing.
0: We just love the people that give us money
1: more. A little bit more. A little, well, a lot more. Well, yeah. I didn't want to be super blunt about it. Uh, <laughs>
0: we live in a capitalist society. This is a society, David. I know where we, don't, why don't you tell me
1: where we live? <laughs> Why don't Vietnam War never started? Uh, um, have you ever been to Da Nang with a shorn chimp? And I fought in the arena of battle. Um, that was our
0: uh, take on Jesse Ventura. Will Sasso's Jesse Ventura. Check it out on YouTube if you want. Um, also, we love our artist Dustin Goebel. He's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. So hit him up at Instagram at dGobel00. That's at dgoebel 0 Um Let's get into spoilers. Let's do it. Let's get a-moving along.
1: Spoilers! You know, this movie had a lot of tastes. A little, a little taste. Yeah. There's a lot of gumming going on. Uh-huh. Drag me to hell. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of flavor in
0: those dentures, I'm sure. Oh. Just like,
1: oh. You know, I want to. I want to start this off by by maybe um, enlightening our uneducated American audience mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to what a gypsy really is about. <laughs>
0: Well, first of all, I don't think that's the correct terminology. I think it,
1: it's Roma. This is... This is... Now, now you're tapping into where I'm going to with this. Mm-hmm. No one who knows gypsies or gypsy culture is going to stand up for them or pronounce that you need to call them Roma instead of gypsies. And that goes... that This is a universal truth across the board. If you're intimately familiar with gypsies in your culture... You you go, fuck the gypsies.
0: <laughs> David, we got a lot of gypsy listeners that you're going to be alienating
1: when well, you say And this. I'm saying, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just, look, they
0: know who they are. I did a little research because I was like, how I got in a little hot water for previous, like, semi-racial statements. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, and so, maybe that was um Good that' good that was a good yeah, thing that's a learning experience so I was like maybe I should do some due diligence on the gypsies sorry the Romani people um, and it's it's one of those things that's kind of telling and it's like a wide swath of people I'm it's sure a bad I, culture I'm sure not all gypsies are bad no the culture is bad but when you read the history and it's like oh yeah it's like a you know a nomadic culture. And, you know, they basically got deported from every single Western country yeah. at some point. And, yep. like, just specifically that group, they're like, not these people. We're not talking about just, like, you know, there's tragic, you know, they're wrapped up in the tragic Holocaust in Germany, too. But pretty much everyone was fed up with gypsies. Well before that. Well before that. Oh, yes. And I also learned that the fact that they're called gypsies is that it was misunderstood. They were assumed that they're from Egypt.
1: Yeah, no, they're not. Um,
0: and they're from kind of an Indo-Indian, you know,
1: Indo-European. Listen, upper India place. Uh, listen, if you're uh, if you're if you're intimately familiar with gypsy culture and would like to set us straight. Uh, you can call us, you can make, you, you know, I don't care how you get a hold of us. Just ca- call us at 682-253-4468 and let us know, you know, just share some stories. I would be so interested to hear these stories. Uh, I assume we're
0: going to get like plenty of voicemails of just elderly women that goes, I curse you. Oh my God. I curse you. Oh my God. Love do Oh no. I hope not. Yeah. I really hope that's... You're calling it upon yourself. I'm trying to be respectful. You're like
2: a big dirty raccoon, David.
0: I'm sorry. I mean, they were deported from every single country in Europe because everyone was racist. Right.
1: Except that they're not a race. They're a culture. Everyone was xenophobic.
2: David, David, David.
1: Well, my point is, call us at 682-253-4468. Let us know how you feel about gypsies and why we can all just feel okay about bagging on them. Yeah, or the Roma people. Or the Roma
0: I also learned that, like, there's no consistent, like, some of them will be offended by Roma, some of them that's will be That's by design. By yeah,
1: that's all by design. I'll tell
0: you what, mm. though, I, this has no correlation with anything, probably, but I'm sure a lot of, like, internationally, if you experience pickpockets, they're probably going to have a gypsy accent, you know. Wow. I've
1: never been so offended in my whole life. Well, have you ever been pickpocketed? No. Actually, uh, I had a a few attempts when I first went to Las Vegas when I was... Oh, Las Vegas. ...18, and um, there'd just be a a cutie walking by me, and then she would just viciously grope my ass, just like... Like, really grabbing into the meat, you know, Mm. with the tentacle. Mm. I was like, ooh, I like that. Ooh. And then I realized what it was about, and I was like, get off of me, gypsy. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> and then I was started, I've, ever since then, without fail, my wallet goes in my front pocket. Anything important to me goes in my front pocket.
0: Yeah, my dad got pickpocketed so many times on international travel that there's no international place that I've gone where there's a significant amount of people that I don't constantly have a finger on my wallet. Like my finger immediately goes to my wallet if I'm walking through a crowd of people.
1: A lot of times the other thing I'll do if I'm traveling light is I'll just take my my roll of cash and I'll just wrap it around my dick. Put Uh, put the rubber band around that. They can still get that. I hope so. That's what I'm aiming for. You know, if I'm going to be paying, you might as well be touching it. Right. (laughs) Get off of me, gypsies. Okay. Ew. We're gonna get
0: canceled. Th- it'd be
1: David. ironic if this is what gets us canceled. You can't cancel nobodies. We're nobody. Do <laughs> you know how great it would be if someone tried to cancel us?
0: Do you know how powerful a position it is to be and you know ranked as the number fifty-ish movie review podcast? It's pretty in impressive. the U.S. Yeah, I know.
1: We come from a position I, of privilege. I beg you to try and cancel us because. Uh, The amount of media attention that we would get would be off the charts. Right. I'm a big fan. Big fan of big media attention. Because right now we have none. So some would be a nice change of pace. Right, right. So, Um, Okay, so (laughs) first
0: bullet point. Another uh, super uh, uh, sensitive thing. It always seems that stuff is always happening to Mexicans in these supernatural movies.
1: Yeah, how do It it always starts with them. You mean Latinx? Latinx. (laughs) Latinx. Sorry. People. Mm.
0: They're they're just like, you know,
1: ah crap. I got possessed again. Constantine. Constantine. He's just like a puppet for the for the for the spirit destiny.
0: Yeah. There's this one, I think, probably La Gorona. Oh, definitely. Um, La Llorona. Yeah, it seems like you know, all these, you know. Okay, I'm going to stop myself. I'll really get in trouble if I say that, because I'll be taken seriously. Um, So it starts starts out with, um, you know, your generic um, cursed Mexican family, and uh, he gets dragged to hell. So we know the stakes. Poor kid. You can get dragged to hell by a demon.
1: What was his name? I can't remember. I don't know.
0: Let's say... Juan. Pedro.
1: I think it was Juan or Pedro. I remember being like, "Is that the name for John?" So I think it was Juan. Hmm.
0: Um, we're introduced to Christine. She's, you know, a young lady that's uh up-and-comer in the bank industry. She's up for promotion to this, um, you know, executive role and a b- branch, a branch assistant, assistant manager. Assistant, yeah, assistant, assistant to the, the regional, regional manager. <laughs> And there's a douchebag coworker that's also up for the position. That's like a,
1: I think he's a comedian in real life. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Reggie Lee. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's a comedian. Let me, I'll, yeah, I'll look that up. He was pretty great. Um,
0: and so, the one thing it was in the trailer. The one thing that her boss says is like, you know, he, you know, he he makes the tough calls, and you know, if you want to be part of big, big bank you got to make those tough calls you know just extract all empathy from your soul and submit to capitalism right and sacrifice um
1: all of your ethics so that we can make more money that's how it works yeah he's a uh, just FYI Reggie Lee is a uh Philippine American film and television actor um it doesn't appear that he does much in the way of comedy but he he has a very comedic timing and sensibility yeah. to his to his delivery. Did you know Allison Lohman retired after this movie? She literally just announced retirement and and did a few small little indie things on the side. Yeah,
0: I was curious because Aaron was like, "She looks familiar," and I looked at IMDb and was like, "Nope, she's not.
1: She's not in anything." Um, she was she was big following that. Like this was a big deal. She was also in Big Fish. Um, yeah, she was kind of big in the, in the early to mid two thousands and she was kind of on her way up. Mm. Um, but yeah, she, she, she literally announced her retirement, mm. uh, following this. She was in Beowulf. Um, yeah. And then, and then after with drag me to hell, she got proposed to, and then she was like, I, I'm retiring from acting. Uh, uh-huh. I was like, wow. Cause she's great. She's like, so just, just, she gets it. She gets this role mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. Yeah, she's great
0: in it. Um, So almost immediately after this uh, interchange between her and her boss happens, this old Romani woman.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think she's age. Um,
0: uh, yeah. She's named Mrs. ganoush Aged. And this came out when? 2009. Nine. Yeah. Okay, so this was right after the banking collapse, right? Yeah. Oh, true shit. <laughs> so, very timely. Yeah. This this uh woman comes in um asking for an extension on her loan. She's going to get foreclosed on for her home and she's you know on a on a fixed income. Fixed income. She lost uh, vision in her eye, mm-hmm. which is health, terrifying. Health problems. And she's got the most rotten dentures I've ever seen. Mostly when people get dentures, they like go for the, you know, ideal smile. Not this woman. She's like, make them rotten. (laughs) Make them like rotten, crooked, and yellow
1: and sharp. She's like, fuck my shit up. Yeah. Just do it. And the dentist is like, but uh, okay. And and then the dentist realizes you don't question a gypsy. She can put a curse
0: on you. The, The old gypsy woman. She's got a personal brand. Right. She's working with like people know her for her teeth. You're right. So it's a big deal. Yeah. You gotta keep. You gotta keep stay true to yourself. So uh, Christine takes it to her boss, and he's like, yes, yeah, tough call to make. One of those uh, tough calls we were talking about. I'll leave it up to you." And Christine is like, "Hmm." Do I have a soul or do I want a promotion? As many of us have done in our lives.
1: As we've all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've constantly, I've sold my soul so many times.
0: And she said, no. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. And, <laughs> <laughs> see if I can find it.
2: The Human Torch was denied a bank loan.
3: You hear it? <laughs>
0: So, um, and then she begs on her knees. Did do you want to clap for that? I don't. Know. No, that's what I call fine. Um, she begs on her knees for Christine to give her an extension, All right? And then she slips and falls because Al- Christine
1: is backing away. Um, I was trying. I was trying to work out the exact
0: so this slip is gr- up
1: that Christine made. Yeah, here. this
0: is great because you assume. She's going to get cursed because the woman finds out that it was her call and she chose to not give her the bank loan. But all she hears is like, sorry, my boss said no, which is that's another thing in retail, which is like, yeah, take no responsibility if you're in customer service. Hell no. uh, But no, she cursed her because she felt shamed by Christine because she fell down and people were looking at her. I
1: think the moment that Christine fucked up, was when she called security and made it a big deal, right? When she was like, ah, 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 security. That I think that was the I think that was the straw that broke right this gypsy's back, right? Uh, which which is a fitting um, analogy because camels are also nomadic, correct? Although this gypsy was not; she had a she had a house that she mm-hmm. was trying to keep, so right. it's. And it makes sense that... Yeah, I mean, if Christina had been like,
0: yeah, I mean, you're
1: pretty aren't nomadic, aren't you? a aren't proud
0: you? Roma person? Wouldn't it be the time to pack up and Maybe. move the caravan? Maybe
1: get cool. um, <laughs> 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 you wanna... You, how about you just get, see, get that RV out of, my fucking, uh, I out of still, my fucking eyesight?
0: I still see, like, in my mind's eye, like, when I think of gypsy caravan, even in modern days, I still picture, like, wagons. Like circus wagons,
1: right? No, when we, 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 we no, we're thinking of the British version of caravan, mm-hmm. caravaning, like an RV, just, just RVing. Just right. get yourself a little teardrop drop trailer and get it out of my sight. Um.
0: Anyways, uh. So yeah, it's the fact that she was shamed, yeah, by Christine that she brings the curse of hell, which is just unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, working on, I'm working on a sneeze here. Oh, I'm trying to look into the light. Did you ever? Does that work for you? No, I don't know. Oh my god! I thought you were seeing a spider or something. No, if I look into a light, it'll draw the sneeze out of me. Really? Yeah, as long as I'm not talking, which you made me do. So thanks for nothing. Uh, hey, you're wearing your Night Channel shirt, aren't you? Is that a Night Channel shirt? No, this is actually from J.C. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> from
0: it's the Exorcist shirt. Uh, okay, so. Christine calls um, then Miss Ganoosh appears in her car. This is like wait, the wait, first- wait.
1: you're burying this. This this moment is so great. It's this, a great moment, yeah. She's she's in this parking garage and she's like walk it's the creepiest, most deserted parking garage. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's a she's a cute little girl, so the threat is there, you know, it's implied. And you know, um, the implication and she's uh, she's walking to her car and she gets in and this this scene is so perfect. And uh, and it's it's the thing that I remember the movie for. Which it's pretty the, great. The handkerchief.
0: Yeah. The handkerchief. It's like the Forrest Gump feather comes
1: like, wafting up from a car behind her and she's looking at it in her rear view mirror and she follows it through the mirror and and it floats past her car. And, you know, it's a parking garage. There's no breeze. You're like, Whoa, this is weird. And this, this through line of this handkerchief signifying... <laughs> handkerchief, handkerchief's going to do something. You know when it happens, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Don't turn your back on handkerchief. Um, on Hank-kerchief. Uh, yeah, it's I love this. And then it... You wouldn't think that a handkerchief could get off like four solid jump scares on you. <laughs> In a movie especially, it's like the first one, you're like, ah, fool me once. And then the second one, you're like, whoa! <laughs> but damn if that handkerchief didn't pull it off you know. yeah and you know she follows it around and then it like
0: goes behind the car and she's following it through the back window and then you see the outline of
1: this woman inside her car you in the just you just notice it as a as like a passing glance it's like oh and there goes the handkerchief and it's floating back behind the, oh my god there's somebody in here with her And then
0: this big fight ensues, and probably the best moment is when uh, her teeth go flying. And then she attacks, Miss Ghanoush attacks Christine by gumming her chin, which is the
1: most disturbing thing. Which is another through line.
0: Lots of callbacks in this. Yeah, lots of, like, gumming of the chin or throwing Ah. up in her mouth or Ah. ripping
1: her hair out, which is great. Yeah, It works. It's, it's super, super gross. It's it's one of those things like you
0: see like, you know, entrails getting ripped out and you're like yawning. I've seen this before.
1: Yeah. You
0: see, you know, like old lady with no
1: dentures, non, seen people
0: get get decapitated and you're like, all right, seen that before. I've never seen an old lady just go to town on someone's chin. And that is.
1: Super disturbing. It's so upsetting. It's and it happens consistently and sometimes with copious amounts of like decaying water. Like vomit or formaldehyde. Ugh. It's so great. I'm so blown away that's that this is PG thirteen yeah. because but it makes sense because it's like oh it's just water. Yeah. The spit. Who's who's who cares about spit? Have you seen Cloudy with a chance of meatballs? It's like it's pretty impressive. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so she starts getting, like, haunted or, like, getting tormented by these uh, spirits. And she eventually
1: makes her way to a fortune
0: teller, like, almost immediately.
1: It's true. It's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd head to the bloomingwand.com That's where I'd head. Tell she em probably would have solved this right out. Tell them Horror Movie Talk sent you to Emily. She's a sweetheart. She would have been like, yeah, just give away the give away the button. Yeah, just give it away.
0: Just mail it to one of those televangelists.
1: There you go. Like, (laughs) this is a gift to you. It's yours now.
0: Yeah, so I guess that's the the one plot point, is the old gypsy woman rips off a button and curses this button and then gives it back to Christine.
1: Button, button. Who's got the button? The The
0: devil. devil. Ah! So she finds out from this fortune teller that she's been cursed with this demon called Lamia which is a black goat demon.
1: Who is used almost exclusively by the gypsies to do their bad bidding. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and that what's going to happen is she's going to have three days of like a really nasty spirit that torments her and then it's going to show up and drag her literally to hell. That's and right. Take her soul. Let me ask
1: you, if, you, if you're being critical of, of my uh, criticality around the gypsies, mm. what... You you have a culture, whoever you are, who I'm talking to right now. Uh, do you have a... Uh, in that culture, do you have a, a demon that you use to do your dirty work? Oh, no? No, you... Well, the gypsies do. It's called Lamia. Well, actually... In this movie. In the trivia... Okay. You know...
0: You learn what that Lamia is actually... I thought this was interesting because this is a callback from early horror movie talk days. Wow. Oh. Um, Lamia is actually a boogie woman from Greek mythology who stalks the countryside looking for children to devour. It's a story used Sounds to Sounds like get, your mom. It's a, <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that. Ah, uh, boogie woman.
1: No, she won't. She loves me. It was a I'll story
0: just... used to get young children to into their beds at bedtime.
1: Oh, hell yeah, brother.
0: You remember? So I basically we tapped about... into Lamia when I... Told my my young son about the hallway monster that if he comes out of his bedroom one more time, the hall monster is going to eat you. Yeah, I told and Charlotte then about the He was
1: terrified for the next three years. I told Charlotte about the poop monster. I think we're still paying for that. Yeah. She's got a real thing yeah. about, you know, she's like, I don't that's not we're not I'm not normal in regards to poop. It's
0: great at that age where you're like, you can accidentally just terrify him, but they're also like, they kind of, they want to say like, they're like there's no such thing as the hallway monster though, right dad? I'm like, no, of course not. It was a thing that I told you to scare you. <laughs> yeah, there's no such. Glass thing. shark. And glass then, <laughs> shark. And then they give the side eye to the door like.
1: I'm on to you. But what if. Yeah. Yeah. Glass shark, he's coming to get you, fat kid. Um, flap a flap around. <laughs> He'll
0: buy that,
1: you buy your snack. He's in
0: that deep water, that dark water, dark water. Uh, so yeah, that's the stakes that we're given. Um, what else? So Lamia in this movie is your generic demon goat boy.
1: Yeah. I don't have my Goat Boy sounds. Oh, thank up, God. I hate those. I, I should have. Do you have any drops that I have that you're just like, ugh, get it. I'm so tired of it. Because Goat Boy is mine. I just, really? I hate it. Well, I mean, you use
0: American Psycho every episode, probably.
1: No, I don't. Almost I mean, it, mo- the Davids.
3: David? David?
1: That's what I use That one.
0: Episode. I mean, basically, you have American Psycho and the Davids.
1: I mean, I have an, I have, I do almost all the drops on this show, so I have almost all the drops. Mm. Why don't you tell me what I don't know? Why don't you tell me what I don't drop? Mm, that's right. Let's. Here's the bats intro. Oh, excuse me, Mister Ventura. <laughs> Sorry.
3: <And> poop again.
2: <laughs> I will suck your dick. I will suck your fucking dick. I will do it. Just join my team. Are we having a drops-off? Maybe you can fuck me or get fucked by me. You can watch me
3: fuck something. Just point something in the room and I'll fuck it for you. Come on, just tell me what you want me to fuck. Jesus. What about the animal cargo? Don't worry about it. It's just one little raccoon. If I were you, I'd turn back. Yeah? Well, if you were me, then I'd be you. Everybody to get to the top. You
1: can't stop me, no matter who you are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Loser! Oh yeah, that's a parody on Cliffhanger. Yeah, remember Cliffhanger? Deep cuts.
1: Do you think
2: I'm
3: retarded? That's not <laughs> sensible.
1: For those of you who are new to the show, this isn't how we normally do this. We're just having a. Are you
0: a great big fat person? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice tits, bitch. Oh, wow. I like that one. Yeah, we're just having a drop of, I a drop softball. Tickle now your nickel. Let's see here. Oh, here. Sounds like a tiger is coming. <laughs> oh my god, the tigers are chasing after me. <laughs> oh my god, there's a lot of tigers are after me now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, there's more
3: tigers after me. Oh, Frankie. Extreme close-up. Whoa! 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 Whoa!
1: Excellent, excellent. Excellent.
3: Extreme (laughs) close-up.
1: Anyway. This is Frankie McDowell, (laughs) my own TV state. Live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Extremely cold air is
3: headed towards... Joy of heaven. (laughs)
1: Heaven. (laughs) Uh, So that's our... Those are some of our drops. No, that's not...
0: Get the fuck out!
1: Can we please... This is an old
0: one. The Boys! The Boys! Boys! We gotta keep going for The Boys. Um, The
1: Boys! Man, that was a terrible movie. That That was the original... The first spiral that we reviewed. Yeah. Ugh.
0: I think there was another movie called Spiral at the same year that one came out.
1: There's a lot of movies called Spiral. I'm not gonna lie to you. Some big, some small.
0: Okay, what are we? All bad though. Okay. All bad.
1: Um. At some
0: point, let's let's just talk about like the standout scenes. Like all the kind of gross out scenes are great in this movie. So she's like sleeping, and then there's you know kind of the <sighs> the through line of this random fly. Just can't and the fly get enough of her. The fly crawls into her mouth. Is it her mouth or uh, her nose? It's
1: so... Uh,
0: <coughs> and I love that it's... There's like a couple cartoon logic, like Looney Tunes logic things in this movie that are just so fantastic. One of them is that you can hear the fly flying around in her stomach. <laughs> like, yeah, She's like, what?
1: That's a super Raimi thing. Yeah. Super rainy choice. Right. You wouldn't get that with hardly any other director. Right. It's like yeah, it's like this comic book eyed ver- version right. of Right.
0: And um and then she like wakes up because she's dreaming about vomiting like insects, like cockroaches out and stuff. Yeah. Just lots of grossness. Apparently, Allison Loman did the majority of her own stunts.
1: So maybe there's a reason why she retired
0: after Mm -hmm. this movie. Um, Then the other one that's like a Looney Tunes moment is in the shed when, like, basically the ghost of Mrs. Ganoosh attacks her and, like, shoves her arm all the way into her mouth. Oh, yes. And then Alice, or uh, Christine, looks up and there's a fucking anvil (laughs) suspended from the ceiling. Yeah, That's the most, like wily coyote yeah. <laughs> set up in the world why there's absolutely no reason why you would just suspend an anvil
1: let's just put a 50 in your pound sh- anvil <laughs> shit hanging from the rafters
0: oh it's so great and then the payoff is she cuts the rope it falls down and then her eyes splurt out into her mouth it's like just so much over
1: the top stuff that it's like mm, yeah. chef's kiss yeah it's really Raimi really gets the splatter And, and how can you this is a splatter
0: film with none of the splatter. Right. The most bloody it gets is the nosebleed, which oh. is also another great scene.
1: I mean, that's just <laughs> Evil Dead 2 all yeah. over again.
0: Her nosebleeds and then just projectile bleeds all over the place into her boss's mouth, which has the best line in the whole movie. Did which I is, get it in my mouth? Did I get it in my mouth? Just it just says it like my mouth. calmly and twice. Yeah. It's like so realistic.
1: It's been shot from a high-pressure cannon. Yeah. across the entire room and he's like did i get it in my mouth.
0: <laughs> like on the other side of the room you'd see an outline of the boss.
1: Yeah. It's like Evil Dead 2 Electric Boogaloo. Mhm. Yeah. Remember man that's that's a formative scene for me is when he shoots his hand in the wall and then that little drip of blood comes dripping down. Yeah. And then <laughs> the fire hose of blood. Right.
0: Um and then the other pretty extreme moment just from conceptually she learns that one of the ways that she could try to fend off you know being dragged to hell is to do an animal sacrifice. She's like, what a I'm a
1: vegetarian or she, I'm a vegan and then she's like Hey, hey Frankie you wanna be sacrificed
0: woo. so she. She eventually just like, I'm going to fill my, kill my fucking cat.
1: Well, first, she, yeah, she's like, no, I couldn't do that. I'm a ve- vegetarian. And the guy's like, you would be surprised what you'll do yeah. when your life is on the line, your soul is on the line right. to be dragged to hell. And then very in short order, she's like, oh, here, kitty, 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 kitty.
0: Great. She kills her cat. And then immediately um, the Mac guy comes along. He's like, hey,
1: why are you? the mac guy i get what you're saying yeah. now about that those commercials are uh, he's so long he's ago.
0: always in my head he's always going to be the mac guy even that's, though that's like 2002 you know, or something like that in
1: in my head he's the tusk kid he's yeah. the kid who gets turned into a walrus and tusk it's justin long mm-hmm. who's shockingly prolific he's like the pre michael Santa.
0: he was Santa. his
1: do you know his first role was galaxy quest that makes sense. Isn't that crazy though? What yeah. a cool first role. That's like, yeah. low key the best movie ever.
0: He's um, in Jeepers Creepers. I love her line when he asks her, like, why her, why her? She's has blood on her. She's like, oh, I was just cutting tomatoes in the kitchen and got some tomato juice on my sleeve. <laughs> just like the most unconvincing, yeah, excuse. Um. All right. Uh, we're gonna do this kind of quick. So I think we went through most of the stuff. So, I mean, it's just a series of this demon shadow tormenting her and getting haunted by this gypsy woman's um, ghost, but also trying to, like, take the curse off her. And the first attempt is to go back to the woman's house and then she finds out she's dead. And then the corpse rolls on her and projectile vomits, bodily fluids into her mouth.
1: It's interesting around every corner with this movie because you're... You're interested in how it's gonna get or when it's gonna come. But mostly, how are you gonna get rid of this right. curse? And and it, it's just there's no lull in any of this. This is the great yeah. part. It just keeps on going. It's like this nice steady uh drip of good decisions by Raimi. It's yeah. just great. Fabulous. Yeah.
0: And then finally they f- Okay, the second to last attempt is They get this, you know, um, this, uh, what do you call them, mentalist? What do you call people that do, like, seances? Medium? They go to this medium that you see in the opening scene of the film, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I've been waiting
1: to get revenge on this Lamia. Yeah, this Lamia took Juan or Pedro from Why is it a goat? Shouldn't it be a llama? What? Lamia. Why don't seems, you tell me what it should be? Well, it seems like a lost opportunity. Just an evil llama. Oh, a llama, because lamia, llama. Yeah. I get it. No, the l- llama is not evil. This one is. Goats though. are evil. <laughs> nah, your goats are evil. Everyone knows sheep, sheep go, to, go heaven, to heaven. and go to heaven. Goats go to hell. Goats heaven. go to hell. Um,
0: So they have this seance. I have a beautiful voice. You do. It's fantastic. And. Then there, there's a part where she has to get the Lamia to possess her, the medium, and then she's going to transfer it to this goat, which is another great part with the talking goat.
1: Yeah. Like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's all special, it's all practical effects,
0: yeah. you know? One of the trivia items is that, actually, the goat that they used was a puppet. I'm like, yeah, no yeah. shit. Re- oh, really? <laughs> you mean the puppet was a puppet um who do you take me for so that gets botched and lamia gets off scot-free and finally the fortune teller is like oh yeah by the way you could just give away this button to someone as long as it's not your ownership
1: some would say it's the hardest button to button
0: and she's like you didn't fucking
1: tell me this first thing And he's like, like, well, but he's got a good, he's got a great response, which is,
0: look, you, hey, man, just like, I would go to the State Department and be like, give me Saddam Hussein's address. And they'd be like, um, no. Just be like, listen, do you want this person to be disappeared? Okay, wait, wait, Bryce? Right, this is give me Im- the address to This is an impromptu to game. Putin. This is a, here it is. Okay, who would you give the button to? Who would
1: you give the button to in real life? A real person, In Bryce? real life. <sighs> It'd have to be a war criminal. Uh, the hardest button to button.
0: I'd, give it, I'd mail it to Putin.
1: But you have to give it to them.
0: You don't have to give it to them. She can mail it. Putin's a good choice right now. Putin's
1: a pretty good choice. I'm talking to a personal person who you know. Oh,
0: a person? I would never do someone that I personally know. That's too... It's too hard. Too personal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you you got nobody at work?
0: At work, no. There's, like, probably some people I've worked with before that I'd be like, ooh, go on. If I had oh, go on. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. I had to. Yeah? Um, There's this girl that was a manager at the check cashing store that was named Sarah, and she was awful.
1: She was Why? Just, Tell me about Sarah. She's oh, just like
0: power hungry and super micromanagey even when you were the, the boss's son. The thing that you were doing was more efficient and yeah. better and more organized. And she's like, Yeah, but we do it this way. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Like to the point where like I can't remember. It was like one of the only people that I've worked with that I've yelled at. Wow. Just for being, just for being like completely unreasonable. And like, what the hell do you have against me? Like this is It's just super passive. So, but that was you were working for your dad there, right? I mean, it was your dad's business. It was my dad's business, but I mean, that's across like fifty stores or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, 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 no. I'm look. I'm not. I'm not attacking. What I'm trying to glean here is like, how did that work out for her when she's fucking with dad? You know, dad's son. You know, Papa Boss. You know. Your dad was just like, yeah, go to kick his ass.
0: I'm not going to go to my dad and be like, Danny, <laughs> this girl is banging on me. I don't know. I'm just curious. No, I'm not going to. It's it's just like any other work relationship you have. You have people that are really shitty to work with, and you have people that are really nice to
1: work with. And she yeah. was one of the shitty ones. Yeah. I think i give it to Colin. My son? I mean, I, not right away. Well, you have three days. Well, before this, before we started recording, he said, David, you need to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, excuse me. Fuck that kid. He was like, no, you just need to. He he was very adamant when I was looking for the clipboard. He was like, you just need to go home. And I was like, what? He's like, get it. You heard me. Go get out. See, this is a pretty this is like a
0: low stakes. It follows premise, too, because it's like I could just give it to you. And then you give it back. You know?
1: Mm, nah, I think it's like a chess timer, you know? At some point, you run out of that those three days. Is it, though? I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I give it to Colin. <laughs> Tell me to you. go home. I'll show you what's up. And until it, the next person minorly slights me, and then I'll give it to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which, which won't take long. Um... Okay, so her last attempt is to
0: give this button, and then she finds a loophole where gypsies believe that, you know, their spirit lives on. And so they actually leave, like, gifts on gravestones and stuff. And she goes back to Miss gummia what's her name, Ganoosh, and uh, sh- shoves the button in her throat in ah, this envelope. Ah, And then the last callback of the corpse, rotting corpse, getting a... A handful of hair from her she's like what the fuck get off no and then uh and then the big oopsie doopsie at the end which is that she mixed up the envelope and it was actually her fiance's envelope with the coin in it Mm -hmm. and not the button so
1: truly the hardest button to button
0: she got dragged to hell just like the movie title says
1: yep it's and it's and I love the aspect of this movie that's just like, look, shit just sucks sometimes, and right. sometimes shit just sucking is literally being dragged to hell. Right. And I love the and in the
0: end though, because it's like it's such a great psych out because it feels like okay that actually happened. You know, I mean, I guess if you saw the what happened in the car, you're like, okay, well that's going to come back, but it feels like it's really resolved because even yeah. she's like you know what, I never told anyone, but I could have just given her the loan. And, like, I feel bad about that. Right. And so she's like, even the one thing where you're like, well, you're kind of a bad person for putting an old lady out of her house for your own personal gain. Like, even that's resolved with the audience of, like, yeah, all this stuff. It wasn't even about this thing, but I feel bad about this thing because I could have avoided all of it if I had just been a person. Um, but I got my job, so it's all worked out.
1: We're good. We're good. Oh no, here comes hell. (laughs) And then, yeah, then
0: the earth opens up. It's terrifying seeing the earth open up and swallow someone.
1: Yes, but somehow it manages to uh, close itself back up and then a train drives over it. Mm -hmm. Um, well, some sinkholes do that. Do they? Mm -hmm. Well, if they do, then they're very not scary. I'm not scared of sinkholes at all. So we have a lot of little feuds. We got the sinkhole versus earthquakes feud. We got the b- spears versus bats feud. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of feuds going on.
0: I'm playing Project Zomboid a lot, and I've been using my spear to great effect. Oh it's yeah, pretty great. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Oh, it's got a real long range, and you can one shot them mm-hmm. very easily. Cool. Groups
1: cool. of them. Yeah, Statistic. it's almost like a. Like a made-up video game has a bunch of made-up rules about made-up bullshit. Yeah, you know. But in reality, but in reality, things work a different way. Mm. You know, (laughs) it's weird. It's it's weird. Yeah, sometimes. Where you can't just fiction is where you can't just where you can't just throw skill points into a bar and be automatically good at something. Uh You gotta practice and try and sharpen and wield. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus just picking up a bat. Probably would be
0: better to have. Swing away, Merrill. Something that had more of a you know margin of error, like something that was very long and you could use from a distance. We need something to break this fight up.
3: Okay, guys, for go do it. Guy being surrounded by wasps and dogs.
1: A lot of wasps and dogs going. There's German Shepherds, Golden drivers upon reins.
3: They're jumping on me. I better run.
2: Hi,
1: Robert England here,
3: a.k.a. Freddy fucking (laughs) Krueger.
1: And you're listening to horror movie talk. Wow, we
0: don't use that enough. Yeah, in case you forgot. Um, So, yeah, that was uh, Drag Me to Hell.
1: It's true. It's great. Go see it if you haven't. Definitely. This is one you cannot miss. If you have not seen Drag Me to Hell, boy, you're in for a real treat. This is a fabulous movie. And just real fun even if you've seen
0: it before if it's been a long time rewatch it because it's it still holds up really good let's move on to taglines nothing but taglines here na, they come
1: into your earholes
0: okay did i only i thought i had more than that how many do you have 3 how many do you have
1: I think I also have three. Let's see. Here. Oh, yeah, I have, I have three.
0: Drag me to hell.
1: Hot girl on girl action. <laughs> okay. You know, Bryce, um, last night... Uh, so, taglines, by the way, is a little bit that we do where we come up with alternate taglines, jokes, etc. Sure, yeah, yeah. Et cetera about yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. About the movie. Just FYI. Uh, yeah. Plenty of if people haven't new. heard it yet. We don't... Yeah. So, anyway, I, before I get into this, my wife, um, last night, she kissed me. After eating a booger. And you might think it's funny, but it's not. It's not.
0: Oh, is this just another one of the things where you find terrible jokes? On I, the I made that you up. All those t- taglines? Why don't you tell me what I did?
1: <laughs> I made it
0: up. Why don't you tell me what jokes I don't write? <laughs> uh, drag me to hell. I believe
1: the correct term is Romani curse. <laughs> yeah also uh, I was earlier this week I was approached by a gypsy. Um, actually, it was this morning, and she was dirty, smelly ugly and wart ridden and she lives in a flea- infested caravan, probably gets hit by her dad and brothers and then she, and then she tried to sell me Heather to, to bring me good luck. You get it? Because she's in, she has yes. such bad luck. Yes. And then, but she's trying to sell me this Heather. Really rolls off the tongue as a tagline. I appreciate it. Well, um, why don't you tell me what a good tagline <laughs> is
0: drag me to hell. Hygiene's so bad, even the dentures are rotten.
1: Okay. Yeah. He, well, oh, well, how'd that work out for you? Oh, what do you, what do you, you weren't you there. You tell me what doesn't work. You weren't there. You weren't there. It's, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to, um, we need to thank our patrons because we haven't done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. We need to get them on the show here. What are you? What are you looking up there? What are you doing? I'm
0: getting the voicemail up.
1: Oh, oh, we got voicemail coming. Well, before we do that, let me say thank you to the following new patrons. Thank you, Darren M, Caitlin A, who I think I know personally, uh, Joseph H. JB 1982. Will, Mer- Will M. <laughs> Jeff C. Zachary A. Aaron L. D- Our very own Dustin Gobel, who has been drawing for us for ages, finally became a patron. Nice. Um, Alex P. Consta H. Amanda S. Uh, Stephen M. George T Colette S Chris L let me see here how far back wow Jesus Nathan C wow there's a lot of you people Adam B Ben O Adam the other Adam B two Adam B's god damn there's a lot of you people wait is this oh okay okay and that's it
0: sweet thank you so much uh, we wouldn't be able to do it without you.
1: Dude, for real. That's a lot of fucking people. You guys are going out of your way here. We really appreciate it. But, of course, they're getting tons of mm-hmm. ex- excellent content that we're providing over there on Patreon. Right, right, Patreon. Right. Right. Why don't right. What There's getting, my Lauren Michaels. What they're getting on Patreon. Right.
0: Now we'll do, we'll check our voicemail with a bit we call horror movie whores.
1: Whore 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 whores
0: Alright. Um it's been a couple weeks since we played these, so let's check out what you got to say.
2: Hey, is is
0: Dr.
2: Roman. Calling from Loveland, calling to celebrate Valentine's Day for you with a story about love and passion that I have. There was a one time on Valentine's Day, I was getting into it with one of these, uh, these hotties over here in Loveland. And I made the, uh, the mistake of, uh, of putting out red rose petals all over the floor. And on the bed in the shape of a little heart, you know. And the winds are making crazy love like animals and just bucking and bucking and bucking until we were done. And then, 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 then it was, uh, the sex was done. And, uh, this was at the time when I was living with my mom, I still do. She came into my bedroom and she saw all the, the stains from the red rose petals that she thought I just flower a virgin.
1: That's Dr. Love for your baby. What the fuck? Like, I, I'm i surprised you let that go on for as long as you did. It's a new. That was in, unintelligible. Really? I could hear all of it. I couldn't make out what he was saying. Oh, uh, he was. I don't want to know. Okay, yeah. These people. Moving on. Give him the time of day.
4: Hi, right, this is Sam from Indianapolis. Uh, if I may be so bold as to get a little real with you guys for a minute. Um, I myself am a high-functioning autistic person, and uh, I think the way you guys handled it, uh, kind of addressing um, your previous statements, whatever, was perfectly fine. You guys shouldn't kind of beat yourself up over second-guessing how you dealt with it, because it's clear to anybody that listened. You guys uh, come from a good-hearted place. It's not, you know, malicious in any sort of intent, and I feel like in this day and age. Everybody's so worried about how they uh, own up to sins of the past that um, we're all just giving ourselves high blood pressure for for um, you know that. So uh, with that said, um, I was offended uh, <laughs> by um, the stink of retarded on my opinion of Nighthouse because Nighthouse is terrible. Uh, I'm just gonna say it again. Uh, bye. <laughs>
1: Sam from Indian Apple Tits. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, a little bit I'm, of it is. is... Uh, I'm glad it came off as us being concerned. Right. <laughs> I got lunch in me. I don't care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Thanks, Sam, for woo. calling and validating Dude,
1: Sam calls in a lot. He's got some hot takes.
0: You're wrong about Night House, though. Sorry about that. Yeah, it. you're wrong.
4: What's up, you pair of dipshits? Apparently the first time my voicemail didn't get through, so I'm going to just... Uh, sorry, taking a shit, taking a shit. Kyle from Baltimore. So you didn't know since you passed me over the first time, but just calling to say I love you guys and I hate you guys. You're two giant fucking retarded pieces of shit, but I love giant retarded pieces of shit like you, so... Keep up the good work, and if this voicemail don't make it, well, I'm gonna keep calling, and next time I'm just gonna fucking do it when I'm puking. So we'll keep we'll keep trying on you, fucking idiots. Fuck you. Wow. I you
0: hope know, you get I that mean, evil out of you, buddy.
4: Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, I think the last time we did voicemails, we had like a two month backup. Yeah, we were all back. So we up. had to make some calls about what. You just didn't make the cut.
1: It was sorry, Bri- man. Bryce was pulling that trigger. By the way, yeah. that had nothing to do with me. Um, I will say this. Uh, I will ask this: Is, is it what's it like uh, on the wire? You know, what is that like? Have you seen that show? Yes, I told you to watch it. You <laughs> haven't seen all of the show. No, I haven't seen any. I've seen like maybe the first. I'm th- yeah. considering <laughs> starting it. Should it's I? a great show. Yeah,
0: one of the best shows ever.
1: It's probably like how's it rank compared to? Uh, the Sopranos. Right up there. Wow.
0: Yeah. Right up there. Right up there. I mean, I'd, I'd probably rank Sopranos higher, but it's right there. It's like, you know, the, the turning point for like HBO original content that's just like, this is infinitely rewatchable and crazy high quality for TV. I think like first was probably the, with Oz and I still haven't watched that one and then the wire Hmm. and it feels a little dated now, like especially the first couple episodes you're like, it's a little slow. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't really hit its stride until like towards the end of the first season where you're like, you, it's like a slow boil. You like, you start getting invested in these characters and you're like, huh, that's interesting. And then by the second season, you're like, where where are all these characters that I loved, knew and loved? You kind of, it moves on to another story, but it still gives you little glimpses. And then it, everything, like, ties back into each other in the following season. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. It's based on basically this cop's real-life work. Wow. um, It's very, like, meticulous in, you know, as far as, like, a cop. Because you expect, like, okay, here's another procedural cop show yeah like another one of CSI. 25 that are on every night and uh it's not that it's like it's a procedural show to the point of like minutia that you're like huh that's not just like solving a mystery it's literally like doing Lee- police whoa. work whoa
1: i'm sorry i didn't mean to um i have 151 confirmed kills in the swamps of denang
0: Vietnam War never started. I did What? <laughs> what? What?
3: <laughs> hey, it's CJ from Massachusetts. Uh, so, listen, Bryce. Right, the Babadook, it, it's utter garbage. Mm. It's trash. Mm-hmm. It, I don't understand uh, what you like about it. Yeah. It was an extreme disappointment. Um, and it's... Yeah, it's horrible. Anyways...
0: Yeah. Well, I guess you just hate women.
3: Whoa! Wow.
1: Casting right. some shade on you, CJ. I'm sure it's not the first time. What are you in Massachusetts?
0: No, I mean, Duke is probably among the most divisive. Yeah. Movies we've rated. There's a couple that I can think of. Like Duke is like, you either love it or hate it. There's no one like middle of the road with no. Babadook. Same thing with. Event Horizon.
1: <laughs> I agree with CJ. Baba Duke is garbage.
0: And uh,
1: Event Horizon is garbage too, though.
0: Event Horizon is garbage. People yeah. love it. We just 13 did 13 Ghosts.
1: ghosts. Oof. Dude, I, that's the least redeemable one of all of them. It's yeah. just like, what could anybody possibly see in this? And the answer is just Matthew Lillard? No, the thing that the first thing people
0: always say is, like, I love all the backstories of the ghosts. So like, oh, the thing
1: that's not in the fucking movie? The the part that's you can't that's not in the movie at all that's not in the movie at all they're not even real tits I'm so I'm so bent out of shape ah, nice tits bitch not really
0: so CJ you have every right to be wrong with David oh again with
1: the
4: zero out of ten for the Babadook worse than a miserable dredge yeah true
1: true thank you uh, caller well, thank you
0: all right, that's uh, Horror Movie Whores, and that's our show. We Thank you so much for listening. What are all the things that we need to tell them? Our website is HorrorMovieTalk.com. There you'll find all links to our social media. Check out our Facebook group for the podcast. You're going to meet and converse with lots of other listeners that are a great group of horror fans. Um, if you're going to buy anything on Amazon, go to Movie talk.com and click on the Amazon link in the top of the homepage and we'll get a little taste of that.
1: Um, again, what what again? Again. Y'all, we have one of the best communities ever on Facebook. You head on over to our Facebook group uh, and join oh, yeah. up and we'll have a great time over there.
0: We're also on Twitch. We got uh, Streaming Movies on Streamlounge.io every second Saturday, so... Check us out there, and of course, come to the Kiggins uh, every fourth Friday for the next four months, and you'll see us, and we'll put on a show for you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great, and also, as always, make sure to catch our second Saturday watch parties. If you're on the East Coast, you can still watch a movie with us uh, every second Saturday of the month on streamlounge.io. I just said that. We'll be, uh, oh, okay, well, there you go. All right bye 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 bye
0: you try
3: parallel parking in a burka, David? Looking for a podcast? Full of burps and gas. Perverted cast. Skinny and fat. Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny. Begs to donate money. Fake sponsors for dummies. And so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay patreon members have it your way vote for a movie every month for the review Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it eat it like a taco put your tongue through the phone hoodie picasso look at them hot kids swear not a pedo got me too with cosby eating jello pudding pops done gave price flatulence Drain addict addict dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner runs. Sh- Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, an exorcist, face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair, P Nossa Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you, can't understand stab you to death him. for rotten apple reviews, <laughs> opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. wit, spook allergy, doctor of philosophy, bad gastritis, knee colostomy, turn patreons into human centipedes, gave a day, scare him, no no expert, A global fucks hard, professional sexpert, after pop taglines and porno flicks, Psycho, them guys pretty sick, Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco, put your tongue through the phone, hoodie, Picasso, look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo, got me too'd with Cosby eating Jello. putting puttin' pops done, gay Bryce flatulence, train attic, attic Dave doesn't give a shit, 1 through 10, is it horrible or excellent, Oil me up, daddy is dead, nothing, Happens in the woods. Ever. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties tickle Killer on the phone. Ain't no sheriff's sure Vancouver, Portland. Oregon and organs. Corona, COVID. Curse, Lorona. Green River killer. Because reasons. Hallway of poop monster. Kids screaming. It's <laughs> your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. Shudder and jump scares, they fucking scary Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes Use their white socks to catch their loads Just show one titty, pretty Paganism you should worship, they teflon dips Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty eyes, they spooky, poor man's digress, digress. Bugsy HMT, Horror Movie Talk! Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.